This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Groundwater plans approved, but process still evolving. Prop 12 decision is expected, and FDA advises growers after outbreak. Two more groundwater plans approved with room for improvement. The Department of Water Resources has approved groundwater sustainability plans for the Las Pasas Valley Basin in Ventura County and the Indian Wells Valley Basin east of the Southern Sierra. Yet DWR listed several corrective actions the local agencies must take by 2025 when the plans are due for updates. The Indian Wells plan has been the most contentious one to date, drawing several lawsuits from water users. Pistachio growers are pushing back on steep fees for each acre foot of water pumped, while another lawsuit seeks to reconsider all water groundwater rights in the basin. DWR staff found that the plan would not end overdraft entirely within the 20-year horizon for the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Even with full implementation of the proposed projects and management actions, the basin would be subject to perpetual overdraft, albeit at a reduced rate, they write in the assessment. Now, on that note, researchers at Fresno State's California Water Institute have found that the magic formula for making an effective groundwater sustainability agency, the GSA, after analyzing GSAs for the 21 most critically over-drafted sub-basins, they boiled down a few key elements to succeed, providing leadership training, educating stakeholders on the science, and acknowledging what falls outside of the plains top the list. Pork industry hopes to advance challenge. The Supreme Court is expected to announce today whether it's going to hear a challenge to California's Proposition 12, which sets standards for pork or veal that comes from animals without a minimum amount of space. The National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation filed a petition with the High Court seeking review of a Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decision upholding the law. The NPPC AFBF case, quote, argues that Prop 12 violates the Constitution's Commerce Clause, limiting states' ability to regulate commerce outside their borders, notes the NPPC. California said it cannot delay implementation of the new law as requested by industry, but that pork and veal in storage at the end of 2021 can still be sold legally in the state. Now, in addition, the court is also expected to issue a decision on whether to review a separate Ninth Circuit decision involving the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. Idaho landowners want the court to take another look at its fractured 2006 Rapnos decision and then Justice Anthony Kennedy's test requiring that covered waters have a, quote, significant nexus test to navigable waters. That test was the basis of the Obama-era Waters of the U.S. rule that expanded the reach of the Clean Water Act. Now, on that note, thick-cut bacon for sale in Imperial Beach yesterday ranged between 58 and 75 cents a pound. For more on this week's Washington Agenda, read our Washington Week Ahead. 
NRCS plans to hire thousands more. The chief of the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service, Terry Cosby, gearing up to meet the demand from farmers for conservation assistance. In an interview with AgriPulse, Cosby said the agency had hired 3,000 new employees over the past two years and plans to hire that many more over the next two years. Those workers are needed in part to fill positions left by retiring workers. He said the agency will still continue to rely heavily on outside groups to provide assistance to farmers, naming the National Association of Conservation Districts and Ducks Unlimited among the few of those groups. Cosby also said the agency is providing more assistance to urban agriculture. We are in the urban areas helping there because we know a lot of folks want to grow local, buy local, he said. Keep in mind, the agriculture provisions in President Biden's Build Back Better bill would provide an additional $2.1 billion for conservation technical assistance over the next decade. FDA advises indoor growers following outbreak probe. The FDA has issued a series of recommendations for leafy greens growers following an investigation into a salmonella outbreak this summer that sickened 31 people and put four in the hospital. The outbreak came from Bright Farms packaged salad in its Rochelle, Illinois greenhouse sold in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Bright Farms recall the products. I'll take note, FDA believes it's the first time it has investigated an outbreak resulting from leafy greens grown in a controlled environment agriculture operation. FDA isolated the outbreak at a stormwater retention basin next to the farm, although the investigation did not conclude that the stormwater retention basin was actually the source of the salmonella. The agency's wide-ranging recommendations say growers should ensure that all growing pond water is safe of adequate sanitary quality for its intended use, which includes implementing measures such as water treatment necessary to reduce the potential for contamination by known or reasonably foreseen hazards. UK and India begin trade talks. British and Indian negotiators met yesterday to kick off the first round of talks for a trade agreement between the two countries after political leaders announced the formal launch of the process last week in New Delhi. The Trump administration tried to secure a trade pact with India and began talks with the British, but there have been no formal negotiations with either country for a trade deal under the Biden administration. Still, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai did convince India to open its market for U.S. pork this month. That's a result of her visit to New Delhi in November. The USTR has resolved the steel and aluminum trade spat with the European Union, and many in the ag sector would also like to see the same happen with India. Since the U.S. imposed tariffs on steel and aluminum imports from India in 2018, resulting in retaliatory tariffs by India on U.S. apples and other exports, total tariffs on U.S. apples have reached 70%. India's purchases of U.S. apples, well, they've dropped 79%, according to the U.S. Apple Association. Here's today's He Said It. We don't do this job alone. That Terry Cosby, Chief of the Natural Resources Conservation Service on the importance of partnerships with outside groups to provide technical assistance to farmers. 
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 18th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.